on your podcast face. It's effectively the Ides of May 2015. This is Idle Thumbs 106? Probably. Effectively. I'm Chris Remo. I'm Jake Rodkin. I'm Nick Brecken. And I'm Sean Vanneman. Whoa! That's third chair. Yeah. I'm letting Nick be third chair today. You're letting studio. me be third chair? <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Nick and I have a gentleman's agreement yeah. that he is third chair today. <laughs> All right, if that's the way you want to put it. <laughs> Everything's a threat to you. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, this is true. Oh God! Is Nick, this is like seg into this is, into, yeah. into Tammany Hall into our yeah. Tammany Hall place. Yeah, yeah, probably for right, Idle Thumbs Board Game Minute, a yeah. weekly segment cool. which makes no one listen to our podcast yeah, anymore. Right. Well, yeah. we just went from saying what is a popular game that people yeah. <laughs> will listen to this podcast to hear about, and then Tammany Hall, a board game you cannot buy. What is a limited release Kickstarter <laughs> yeah. board game? Oh, there we go. Yeah. <sighs> I bought a, a board game on Kickstarter called Tammany Jesus. Hall. Yeah. Done by some fans of this game that I guess Nels was telling me this weekend. He's a friend, Nels Anderson, who was the lead designer of Mark of the Ninja, who's hanging out with us since we can't do it. So, hi, Nels. You're probably listening to this, and thanks for coming and visiting. Nels Kasavin, they call him. Yes. Um, they don't but he was Nels saying that at that. Essen, the board, big board game brouhaha that they have, this game was brought in a very like rudimentary form. And people played the crap out of it. There was only a few copies there, and they all got swooped up really fast. Mm -hmm. So then it was this sort of this like cultural commodity amongst board game geeks Mm. of oh man, have you played Tammany Hall? Yeah, it's like oh no, they only had it at Essen. There's only like a hundred copies of it. Yeah, and so a bunch of people got together on Kickstarter to make a really nice edition of it that improved with with uh, stretch goals, which was awesome. Which Mm. was really like the way stretch goals should be used. It was like twenty percent more game. Oh, cool. So, it was the opposite of that. Yeah, no, it was actually like we're these pieces will be made out of this. These will be nice. We'll add this. Yeah. So I got that we ended, I ended up getting ultimately a very nice edition. Um I think their company name is Pandasaurus Games. Yes. Their company name is Internet Guys Games. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead of going adjective animal, they went the rare animal animal. Yeah. 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 They went yeah. adjectival animal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so it's really great. It's a game set in early early 1800s New York or mid 1800s New York. Yeah, mid late 1800s. Yeah. yeah. And you are a like ward boss trying to gin up votes throughout the many districts of New York for your hypothetical political party. So you're trying to make inroads with uh the immigrant communities there so to send them to the ballots every 4 years and get you imagine somebody from your party into the mayor's seat uh and you just earn victory points along the way over four four-year terms yeah it's yeah. 16 year cycle and uh 
you, I, so I posited after playing it once with Nels and Jake mm-hmm. that you were going to lose your mind over this game and really like it, Chris. Oh, I thought it was great. Yeah. yeah. It also paralyzed me on like two, specifically two occasions. My turn took like 10 minutes. Yeah, you really. Like, there were two. There really were two. There were two points. There were like <laughs> two decisions in that game that were like the variable. It's one of those. I mean, this is my favorite kind of board game um, in general, uh, where there the mechanics are relatively simple and there the the unique content is fairly low, but the the few systems that there are interact in really robust, meaningful ways. And like that's like yeah, Imperial twenty thirty is the same thing. Sorry, what? Oh, just there's, there's, I think, no systems in Tammany Hall that don't af- drastically affect another system. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everything's very interlinked. Right. And so, as a result of that, there, you can get, you can be in situations sometimes where it's like a very slight change in the decision you make could impact a whole lot of other things. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's ironic that I like games like that because I'm not the kind of person that can hold, you know, like eight chess moves ahead in my brain, like just, like that, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm not just not intrinsically one of those people, yeah. but I do just, I do like the, I, I just like interacting with those kinds of mechanics that ripple out and, mm-hmm. and, and are, um, and are reliant on other mechanics rather than on like a lot of mm-hmm. dice rolls and, and things like that. Not that, not that I mind right. games with dice, but like, but going from yeah. risk legacy to this was, yeah, yeah. You were happy. Yeah. You're happy, man. Although I, I really like risk legacy a lot. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to playing yeah. game. The, the one thing oh I got, Oh, no, nope, never mind. I discovered a secret about risk legacy <laughs> that I'm not going to tell you. All right. We'll discover on our own. Okay. You know what I like about, about Tammany hall the most? What's I was that? thinking about it while you were talking. Yeah. Was there's only a few things you can do. Like you said, mm-hmm. you can, um, seed an immigrant community you mm-hmm. can take a colored cube out of sort of which by which he means s-e-e-d not c-e-d-e yes yes i heard you the second way the first time oh right just in case anyone else did so um you can take an immigrant community out of ellis island essentially and put them in a ward mm-hmm. you can put a like boss like a ward like a bot like one of your like political henchmen in a ward uh to like lock it down and gen up votes and you can, or spend a slant. You can slander other other bosses on the board. In mm-hmm. all of the simple actions that you do, like put a guy there, put a block there, take a block, take a guy off, and then also all of the ripple out is so directly tied to theme. Mm-hmm. There's Absolutely, no yeah. like totally. weird gray area like you sometimes get in games where it's yeah. like, well, this is the reduction round, which kind of just means I guess our guys are all committing <laughs> right. suicide. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, right. But we yeah, just yeah, take yeah. our guys off the board. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, everything you do is just sort of very purely like you can see the years go by in this game politically yeah. in a uh-huh. very concrete way. And the narrative is really yeah, for strong. Sure. Yeah, and it's also the really hilarious stories pop out of the board because yeah, of it. yeah. And, right, they're very, exactly. and they're potent. Yeah. They're not like, exactly. you're not bending over backwards to create them. And on, cause there's that, there's that side of it. Um, Sean, you brought up and then Jake, to your point, like it's the, it's also another, it's, it's not the other end of the spectrum where everything is so literalized that it's like, Every single thing is like a card with a unique description right. and like a picture of like a guy. Dr. And like Lucky or every something. single yeah. thing you yeah. do is like pers- like written in text by a game designer. And like that what you can take that to such a far extreme that it just becomes ridiculous. Yep. Like Tales of the Arabian Nights, which I enjoy because it's so over the top. Um, but in general, I prefer games like this where they strike a really impressive balance between theme and systems. And like to me, that's where the most powerful stories are. Like when I I don't know if any of you guys saw that like 
um, stars show. I saw it on Netflix. Boss with Kelsey Grammer. Have no. any of you guys seen this? No. It's not. No. no one talked about this show. No one saw it. It's not an amazing show, but I really enjoyed it. Um, just because I thought that it communic. It was like about something that you don't see all that often. It was about that kind of strong arm local politics. Um, like uh, Kelsey Grammer in the show plays the mayor of uh, Chicago, like sort of very Bill Daly, you know, Daly dynasty kind of figure. Um, and the the show is about like he has particular goals he's trying to achieve and then he has like particular weakness that he's that he's hampered by and the show is like how he exercises his political will i mean it was like um the more the more recent example that everyone knows is house of cards but the thing that was cool to me about boss was that it was like ultra local you know it was all about like a like one city and the extreme exertion of power over that domain Mm -hmm. you know like it was um I mean, House of Cards is a better the show. The Wire is kind of like that, even though it, it seeds out beyond the political. But with yeah, Carcetti and all the, those things. And the, yeah, and The Wire is like much more um, – the, the Wire is like much more realistic. You know, uh, Boss, the character in Boss is it's very larger than life. Like it's mm-hmm. – you know, it's like almost Scarface-esque and it's just – the the ridiculousness of this character's power and ambition. It's also a story um, from the top down. It sounds like where yeah, yeah, it, it kind of goes the other direction. Yeah, right, right. Um, but I, but anyway, the reason I bring it up is because um, in Tammany Hall they hit such a good point between theme and literalization that whenever things like that, when whenever those uh, you know exertions of power or like uh, or, or influence um, happened in the game, they created these really rich images in my, mm-hmm. in my mind of these like local ward bosses, you know, these enforcers basically carrying out the sort of political will that's like fallen down the ladder step by step, like rung by rung. Right. You know, it was, re- there's really, like, yeah. Using your Irish influence to create slander in a neighborhood about a competing boss that you then use additional influence to ripple it out into the adjacent ward. Yeah. It, like the image just the weird montage of what the oh, like, yeah. version of that is shows up in your brain immediately. Yeah. Of oh, yeah. That. And when you start, when you, when, so one, every, um, for every four year term, one player is the mayor and the mayor has to delegate out, um, other roles like chief of police and precinct captain and stuff like that. And, uh, they, th- those people who are other players, the other players of the game then have additional powers they can use like to, you know, arrest a, a resident, arrest an immigrant, put him in jail or, uh, sort of do this, do a gerrymandering maneuver and shift uh, ethnic allegiance from, or shift shift ethnic balance from one ward to another, um, ostensibly based on mm-hmm. redistricting. Um, and these these things are like very powerful because we all know what that means in the real world, and the way that they impact the game is super tangible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just the, the imagery in this game was incredibly evocative for me. Yeah, it's also good that all the mayor can do is sit there and win. I know. Like if your job is the mayor, you get three points. Towards winning the game, yeah. But in a game where like thirty victory points will, you'll be in the top of the heap. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's like a pretty big three victory yeah. points right. as mayor. Is and also, good. but uh, all you can do is sit on the throne and watch no all, power. The, all the people yeah. whose jobs you gave out are dicking you over basically because yeah, like, they're right. all climbing up to take it to yeah. take you. Yeah. So you have yeah. to try and use your momentum to just stay on top yeah. against. It's super good. Yeah, being God. the mayor actually puts you in a terrible position. Right. I mean, you get points for for being it, but like. It's dangerous as hell because the target is on you mm-hmm. and you're you have less direct power than your delegates because they're on the ground level actually carrying the stuff yep, out right. but you're in the mayor's office like you have less direct ability to influence the things. funniest one of all those is the deputy mayor to me because that person's job yeah. as deputy mayor <laughs> is just 
to gain, like, just every time it's their turn, they just gain affluence. They gain with, influence. Or they gain influence with a with a an ethnic group. With an ethnic group. So just the deputy mayor's job is basically to wander around and just shake hands and slap people on the yeah, back and make right. friends while you're sitting there being like the Christian railroads and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. just do all the things that are just like, So that Whoa. guy's just like amassing these tokens that just they glad can then the shit out of use everyone. to just totally win the favor of every group in the board. But mm-hmm. yeah, you just picture the fattest fuck. Yeah. In a game that we played with Nels, Jake was the deputy mayor at one point and I was the precinct captain. So he was just gaining influence and I was just funneling German immigrants into one district. <laughs> so like while the mayor could do nothing, yeah. it's just the best, you know, yeah. like just, we basically had right in the center of the board, this is German ghetto where I would just move people in and move other people. It's because out. the mayor Nels but was had, super, he had a ton of influence points for Germany at that point. So we're so like, you just okay. wanted to corral all yeah, of his, we just yeah, put all of his influence all, into Cause one I mean, ward. at one point, like, yeah. It doesn't matter. It's just you know? one ward. One ward, yeah. yeah. Just, he's going to have that one, but he's going to be powerless in yeah, every other ward. The idea yeah. of this yeah. like, city <laughs> where they're like, oh, so the mayor liked the Germans, huh? Yeah. I guess he's going to like living in Ward 6 when his, ter- when his <laughs> oh, turn is over. Excuse me, you mean Little <laughs> Munich. Little Munich, yeah. yeah. God, <laughs> called, just, the idea of that story is so funny to me. It's just like yeah. whatever Ward 6 is on the map, it's been redistricted to be huge, but yeah. it's also just – Happens to all the lines on that map are just blocks that you know are just filled with German immigrants. It's just a we- oh, it's such a weird yeah. It, well, in like Ward One, uh, just by circumstance, sort of I the tip of Manhattan. That was like yeah. it's a, yeah the very lowest tip of of uh, the island of Manhattan was a. Uh, uh, I really quickly early in the game built up um, a lot of influence with the local English population, and I realized like we got to year. The game is sixteen years long. I mean, in, in in-game time. Uh, and in real world time as well. And, uh, Chris is <laughs> and, um, yeah. And, uh, we got to like the 14th or 15th year and like an Italian moved into ward one. And you I realized pissed. I was like, what is this shit? This is, this has been an English district a for proud 15 years. English yeah. proud, proud, the proud upstanding English folk of the first ward. Uh, and then I like, <laughs> it was amazing because I was like the, Precinct captain or whatever that turn, and I just moved that guy right. I deported the <laughs> moved that guy right out. He was let me show not you. Welcome. Let me show you Ward Two. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. just take some meat keep, on your way out. Keep your house. <laughs> Congratulations, you're in Ward Two now. Yeah, the line just moved halfway down that block and stopped right there. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be voting for someone else. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. God, it's amazing what a beating Nels took in the last like, yeah. couple years. That's of what that I time. love about that yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Basically, if if you're if you don't play it cool when you're in like when you're in the lead and if you become too term, fat, yeah, mm-hmm. if you don't play it mega Nels absolutely mega cool, became too fat. Yeah, because you look at so your influence with the local ethnic groups is represented with physical shits like little discs, and you know you pile them up like and there's there's the English, the Germans, the Italians, and the Irish, Irish, and, Irish. and you know each of those has their own color of influence token, and Nels just had piles he was like influence. scrooge mcducking it up over there with i, know. I one... actually think it's a disadvantage to pile them up yeah, like, I mean, oh, yeah. obviously somebody can somebody can it has to be out. public information like how many of those do you have like how much influence do you right, have but it's like hiding food on your plate when you want your parents to think no you, you just all. fucking spread those yeah. things around right. put a yeah. pea over there and yeah. a, like a carrot over there yeah for sure mm-hmm. yeah 
Yeah, and Nels, and Nels, Nels was, was literally had his like hand, his fingers steepled yeah. behind. Yeah, he suddenly just, chest he suddenly behind just a stack of them. a vest with huge gold buttons and a chain behind <laughs> those coins. Like, what is happening over here with this guy? Yeah, it was crazy. I I, I was not conscious of that happening until he had he was already like incredibly. Powerful. Like Nels is definitely the best at this game because he's played it before amongst all of us. But Nels. We played three games like this here, and he lost all three of them. He's, but he was he's always in second. second. He's Hall played six games parents. and never won, he said. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's incredible. <laughs> and he's way better at it than we are, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's really good. I won, FYI. Me, Chris. It yeah. revealed the Nick Brecken conspiracy brain. Oh, though. right. That's how we got started on this. <laughs> Let's not talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that I don't know I don't know about this game. I mean, I, I, I really enjoy playing it. I want to yeah. play it more. Uh-huh. But it, the end felt arbitrary to me, and I don't know if that's going to be the case every time. That's that's the that's the question. Arbitrary, I have like this game. arbitrary, arbitrary in, in length. Or arbit- I basically just determined who won that game. That's not arbitrary. Yeah, Wait a minute. Well, <laughs> oh, but it kind of is because it was just like, well, these are two of my friends. Eh, Chris, you yeah, can but have that's it this time. okay. So for me, I, that was one of the things that made the end game such a powerful, so powerfully evocative of the subject matter. Is like that's how you get rid of the mayor. Is you launch the coup and I like right. all? I feel like that happened because Nels went to get food, and all three of us said, mm-hmm. "Okay, Nels is gonna. This is in the bag for Nels, unless we all deliberately stop fighting each other right. and take him out." But you know what I think? But, okay, this but, is, but, okay. Go ahead. That said, though, well, whatever. Where, where oh, I was just gonna say. I think as we become more experienced at this game, we'll notice yeah, trends earlier and I launch think... those assaults mid-game as opposed to the end. That's what I was saying. I don't, I don't know if I. <sighs> I don't know. It's interesting. It's like the difference between this game and Risk is that in Risk, based on the die rolls, somebody who's far behind has a chance of getting back in it, just statistically speaking. Right. Whereas it's a gambling game. Yeah. It's a gambling game. And and in this game, it's just basically, well, I'm behind and I have to depend on just right. I want to know. Too. I want to know over at, time. Like at, yeah, at what point like is the what, point of no return? Also, right, like if right, you, sure. Because I saw some people. I did. I did Google this and just kind of like just you know get a take mm-hmm. on what people who played it a lot. And there were some criticisms, which just like if you get behind, you're basically behind. And you're right, never getting sure. No, right. no, you can't. So yeah, I, and that's something I found that in order to enjoy the game, I had to just plant myself yeah, as yeah. in last place that's what, I, like, well, that's what i did and well, and yeah. but at the, i will say though like yeah but i started to enjoy the so, game even though i was sacrificing points to fuck people over yeah so that's a thing that i that's a thing a mentality that i actually i think this might be one of the reasons that i actually prefer this kind of mechanically driven game over the games with randomness in them is because i find it easier in the mechanics driven games to just immerse myself in like the story of the role happening. Play. yeah like in games, in games where there's a random element where it's like I still might win, that's what causes me to get frustrated when then when you the don't. gamble doesn't pay off, and it's yeah. like, well, it could have, but it didn't because of just the whim of the universe. Whereas, in which I mean, which is not entirely unlike real life, but in a in a game like this, um, or like Imperial is always my go-to for this because I I, I enjoy that game a lot. We've played a bunch of it. Um, I find myself really able to get into a mindset. Where it's like crazy global stuff is happening and I just think it's really interesting and like it, it might be that I get myself into a rut but like so be it. And for some reason it's – other people might be the exact opposite. For some reason it's, for me it's easier to get into that mode in a game that is less randomly determined. Mm-hmm. Um, the game that – the second game I lost – I think I had six victory points ultimately. <laughs> like yeah, me too. Really, really bad. I think I ended up but that was probably, probably my most enjoyable one because I went into just like – 
like the Joker in yeah. The Dark Knight dressed like the like like the nurse. <laughs> I was right. like, Fuck everything. Yeah. Watch what I'm gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm burning this fucker down. <laughs> well, yeah. When I when I realized I was not a contender, I basically said, "Well, I held Tammany Hall the first two terms. I'm just gonna keep." holding Tammany Hall at whatever cost and then just right. screw with everyone else's lives because I just cast myself as that guy, basically. Right, right. That seemed like a fair rule. Yeah, yeah. The, but, guy, the guy who's in the smoking room every single day. Right. 365 days a year. He's right. always there when you walk into Tammany Hall. He's never going to be mayor, but... He's going to enjoy his he's life. He's like, yeah. they call him the mayor, though. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big, fat, scared quotes. The mayor. Yeah. yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I definitely want to know, though, if there is, like, for people who have actually played a ton of this, where the breaking point shows up that they're like, you're statistically just not going to come back at this point. Like, is it at the right, end of the first right. term? Are you, can, right. do we know? That's what it seems that like. To me. Right, it's like oh, Dota, right? Or like at the second <laughs> term. <laughs> Sorry, that was so sincere. Because I was I like, oh, it's another game where you just, like, you yeah. don't realize how far behind you are. Right. You're just in, you're just inside of this snowball, yep. and you don't know if there's an inch of snow between you <laughs> right. and the right. earth or a massive, like, wall of snow between yeah. you and the rest of the earth. Yeah. yeah. Dota is yeah, like it's, that. It's, it's definitely true. Dota is a Tammany Hall of video games? Uh, yeah. They I mean, the, 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 what's funny, though, <laughs> can we do this? Yeah. Do it. What else? I'm giving you the authority. authority. I feel like okay, we've <laughs> yeah. talked about obscure board games, yeah. and now let's chase everyone else with the most with popular game in the world. If we need a yeah. name for this one, we need to call this one the Dota Hate Cast, and eight because Fanol said that's what we should call it. Okay. If we, if we talk about yeah, if we talk about Dota on the podcast, are you hate which on we it? are. No, I love Dota. Okay. Yeah. I was just, just referring about how I didn't play to everyone Dota listening Dota. to the yeah. podcast. Oh, yeah. they all love Dota. There's like that one guy in the forums like. Why don't you let him talk about it? <laughs> oh, yeah. And then that guy's also now like, I love Tammany Hall. I backed it. Everyone <laughs> else wants for you, buddy. Yeah. No. So, Dota, go. No. So, because so much of your your power is distributed not just in your experience points. So, like, if I open up the tab, right, I can be like, oh, my God, they have a level 19 guy and I'm only level 14. We're fucked. Yeah. But it's also in your items so and how much gold your team has accrued Mm -hmm. you can be you can think you're in it right you can think you're in it in the exp game you're like oh we're all about the same level but then open a like a spectator you can't do this as a player this isn't hidden to you like exp graphs essentially and gold graphs are hidden from players but if you're spectating you can just pop those right Mm -hmm. open so you pop that open you'll see that like it looks even stevens but some teams got 15,000, 20,000 gold advantage, and the other team is just like, come on, guys, let's let's do this. Let's defend yeah. these towers. We'll yeah. get a team wipe, and everything will be great. And maybe they We're will. even in kills. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You were not nothing. even in kills. doesn't mean anything. And that's only some, something that's really become, like, really prevalent, like, like obvious to me as I've played a lot of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where the second like, I opened, the second I spectated a single match, that became right. really clear to me. It right. Just like, because I, I, I remember spectating a match with um, basically our Dota team, and I just wasn't in it. And I was watching you guys play, and I could—I just knew that you thought you were had a chance. And I was like watching the graph, and it was just negative ten thousand gold <laughs> the whole time. And I was like, oh, if I was playing this game, I would feel like, oh man, we're on the cusp of coming back. Right. Just no chance. So somewhere yeah. there's a Tammany Hall, just yeah, like right, basically Tammany <laughs> Hall Grandmaster who was yeah, looking yeah, at yeah. our board yesterday. You made Nick, you made like two moves, and he right. just went right. He just shook his he head just, sadly. Huh. Yeah, just, and the second yeah. year when you decided you were just gonna lock down Ward Four, <laughs> right? Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, good one, you cool. Yeah. Anyway, good I'm gonna go get some. I was food. buying. Your, I was yeah. buying your fifth branch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. 
But yeah, I like the game a lot. That was fun. Dota? Nope. <laughs> you don't like Dota? <laughs> We haven't well, really talked about this. It's okay. Well, we're not gonna right now. But <laughs> whoa, Dota no. hate cast confirmed. No. <laughs> I like Dota just fine. But it whoa, was, but it was. This not, is like that friend of yours where it's like, what you don't? You, no. you don't like Rick. Rick's right. fine. Yeah, when I said no, right. I was. You said <gasps> this is like this is yeah. You fine. finding out that Chris really actually doesn't think your girlfriend's that cool. Yeah. Right. 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 I don't know, <laughs> well, like, look, Amelia's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, Amelia's wonderful. Sean's wife is the best. But. uh but, but no, Dota too. I was a little bit. I thought that was over. I was too. I feel like now you're just trying yeah. to compensate. Yeah. No, I actually do. For your second wife, Dota too. <laughs> I do enjoy. I do enjoy enjoy Dota too. But I don't know if it's possible for me to play that game the way I enjoy it, which is to not get super invested in it because mm-hmm. everyone I know who's into that game is like super good at it and super invested and like. I don't know if I'm not good. the degree to which I en- like the way in which I enjoy it. I don't know if it's, if it's compatible with the way that humans actually play that game. Right, it, it feels a little I mean? too all in for you. Yeah, right, exactly. Which yeah. I'm just, I'm, I don't know if I'm. You were awesome. He's like, you played tiny for the like your maybe tenth match ever, and you were in like seven and two and eleven or something. You were wrecking fools. You're good with him. Cool. Yeah. Um, it's fun to play that game with you. you did you just see that right there? That was yeah, like yeah. that was Sean basically trying to do whatever illegal substance it is that he personally enjoys. Like, you know, you were. Yeah. You're, that was good. You seemed really cool. You were a real hit at that party. Was, yeah, yeah, you wanted to. <laughs> God. Uh, all right. Anyway, we can talk about Dota later, not on this podcast. <laughs> I, just, just, I just, I don't want to push what, this what, too far. What video games have you been playing? What you've been playing? Um, I <laughs> played. Now that we complete, completed our obscure board game and Dota yeah, segments. It's yeah. time for our regular what you've been playing <laughs> segment. Right? So last night I played. Oh, through... you actually have been playing a video game. That was me, like, I know what up, it was. Like, yeah. like, <gasps> and I'm, I was going to answer it in just the most. Straightforward way and not acknowledge the little, little shenanigans you tried to pull. Um, last night I played start to finish all the way through that game. Thomas was alone. Oh, yeah. Have you guys seen mm-hmm. that on Steam? That yeah. It had been recommended by a couple people, I think, when we asked for game recommendations. So I played all the way through it. I had pretty mixed feelings on it, but um, overall definitely positive. It's a game. It's a really simple. It's a game with very simple visuals, very simple but attractive visuals. It's just colored polygons, like flat color polygons. Super duper simple polygon, square, rectangle. Yeah. They're like Tetris you know. pieces. Yeah. Except no, actually, I think they're all rectangles of just yeah, different They're all different size rectangles. Um, yeah. You know, not. Sorry. So, no, I was just going to say a geometry stupid thing. I'm going to teach you what I've said. What? It's not important. Not all squares are rectangles. <laughs> That's completely the opposite. False <laughs> Check that, reverse it. <laughs> I smell bird toast, and then he'd fall over. <laughs> anyway, I don't, it sounds like you had a traumatic. I failed uh, math. So did he, apparently. So did, so did your teacher. Um, it was also just dad voice. Yeah, no love for teach. No love for me. <laughs> your dad is becoming Obama. No love. Daddy for state me. what? Thanks, Obama. No, no love for dad and Obama. Daddy Obama. Now Obama's just getting weird. Just getting weird now. Who is your, who, your, who daddy, is your daddy Obama. and what does he do? I am your father. Uh, your no love for me. <laughs> Obama's lame duck years got fucking strange. <laughs> That's his entire State of the Union. Right. The right. State of the Union is strong, and so am I. <laughs> 
anyway. <laughs> Thomas was alone. It has nothing to do with Obama. Or does it? Well, let's think about that. Yeah. Um, so this is a, it's a platformer where you just control these little rectangles, each of which has different properties. So some of them, you know, jump farther. Uh, one of them has a double jump. One of them can float in water. They're all, they're all different. Um, and there's ostensibly this story about how they're actually like rudimentary AIs that start to gain sentience within some kind of system and like be, gain awareness of some sort and try to escape the system they're in. I don't know. It, it was a lot, all the narrative stuff was a lot less effective for me than it was probably supposed to be. It felt a little bit too um, kind of precious for its own good. Like there's a, the music is this very, 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 very um, uh, sparse, melancholy kind of piano thing. Like it just, it, like an indie game. It it kind of had that like pejorative indie, you know, kind of tone, which is a bummer because the game is the gameplay is excellent. Like the, I thought the game was really well made and really well put together, and I I don't mind that there was the frame store. I don't I don't mind that there was the narrative around it, but it just felt like just went a little too far. Just trying too, like, to precious, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but I really enjoyed it. I played all the way through it in a single sitting, uh, which I think was like two hours, two hours or so. Um, and the thing that is great about it, which is always what's great about games like this, is that it continually introduced new mechanics and ways to uh, ways to use them. Um, and so you start off just controlling one uh, one little rectangle, and you jump around on platforms and get to the end, and that's it. And then there's soon there's another another one with that has different properties. And so you use them, they both have to get to a thing, and then over time you start to use them together to achieve things, and then more and more of them get introduced, and you know, by the end of the game there are levels where you're controlling like nine of these different things, and you're switching between them, and um, it's just it's one of those games where you can start to get uh, a really nice facility with the different systems that are going on, and you can, it feels like there are ways to, it, uh, it got to the point where it felt like I was finding little loopholes, not like bugs probably because I suspect the designer is aware of them, but little loopholes that probably are not strictly necessary to complete the level, but that you sort of figure out how to exploit the way the physics work Portal in a way that – yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, stuff – exactly. Um, that lets you feel like you're particularly accomplished, you know, which is, which is always fun in a game that – in a side-scrolling kind of – semi-physics-driven platformer game, which there are lots of, you know? So it's nice when you play one that feels really uh, complete and thorough in the exploration of its mechanics. Um, and that's that goes a long way. And so it also didn't overstay its welcome. You know, like, I feel like if this game was, for some reason, six hours long, it would have been a bit much. I thought it was really well uh, really well put together, really well designed. I liked it a lot. It's like 10 bucks on Steam, I think. You liked it so much that you beat it. I did. It's like, yeah, I, I rarely... I mean, this is a short game, so it's not saying a lot that I completed it, but I did complete it in a single sitting. Did That's you play it? Nick? No. Oh. <laughs> Good job, Nick. I played it in the IGF, but I was, because I was um, uh, a narrative juror, mm -hmm. that I was only in, like, God, it's so funny. You don't play games in the IGF like you should. Like, you don't play them like, I'm playing this game because I want to play it, and I'm yeah. experiencing it as a consumer. playing it, like, as an evaluator. I'm just sitting there yeah. staring at the narrative. I'm like, oh, yeah, um, yeah, well, I don't know. Is this as good as, I don't know. So I didn't appreciate any sure. of the things yeah, that yeah, were yeah. good about it. Yeah, yeah totally. that was my experience with Kentucky Route Zero. Like, I want to go back now that it's not an IGF assignment and just, like, wipe yeah. my initial impressions fully clean and yeah. play through that game. Because I play that game. I liked, yeah, I don't know if I'll, it's so funny, like, I really, really, like, 
enjoyed my job in the IGF stuff, but I don't know if I'll do it again because <laughs> it's like well, it wasn't could, a time commitment, it, really. Because I had could fun. do it as a judge, but not a juror. Yeah, yeah. It was just like like doing it as a judge is fun. Yeah, yeah. Because you get to just advocate for the games that you like and not – you don't have this like – I mean you get assigned games, but you, it's different than being that like deep juror mentality. Yeah. The way that the – yeah, that's – that is – we don't need to talk about this too much. Like, I couldn't I, even talk to Steve for like a month. Yeah. It was really bummed me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was an IGF judge and I judged a bunch of stuff. But the thing that started freaking me out entirely is that whenever I would submit a thing, the judging system would just assign me a new game. Oh, so, that's new. Uh, yeah, the back end is is nice as a judge, but I basically – or like every now and then I would just get a new dump and I would just like – it was kind of paralyzing, paralyzing because I eventually yeah. was like, I'm never going to do all this. So then yeah, I yeah, felt yeah. like I was becoming what the uh, sort of accused problem of IGF judges are, which is that you just kind of start giving cursory glances. Right, they right, were like right. my initial assignment of seven or eight games, whatever it was, I played the shit out of them. And then yeah. I was like, ah, I'm not going to be doing justice to this job anymore right, yeah. and leap out of a window. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, that is the one good thing about being a juror is you sort of – I don't know. There's no hard limits. Yeah. I don't know how much of this you're supposed to talk about, but like there's no sort of – when you're determining who the nom- like the finalists are, um, like who's going to get honorable mention, who's going to win the whole thing, you're just sort of pulling from the entire pool of 500 games, whatever it is. You're just – those have sort of been – stack ranked already mm-hmm. by the right by the judges. judges yeah 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 so you don't really know how deep to go and there are these games right that sit right at the cusp mm-hmm. that aren't at the top of those that are really the ones you want there were the ones that don't have like universal everything like yeah like right. something like okay this is a bad example because i really like this game like hotline miami it was in the zeitgeist right right so it's gonna be way up towards the yeah, top yeah, yeah. that's how it works but then yeah. there's a game like heart life that I can't remember where it was in that ranking, but it did feel like one person advocated for it and then another person did. And right. It, it needed like, to get that traction in real time right. rather than already having so come like, in. I don't it. know as a, it was so like, yeah, it made me really That's amazing in the case of cart life too. Cause it just swept. Yeah. Well, it made me so neurotic looking at the list of all 500 games and being like, I bet 30, 35, the top are the ones that the good one is inside of that. Mm-hmm. chunk right or maybe it's the f- it's 10 at the top how much time do i have right Ugh! i think every i, I mean I, this is just a completely insane speculation but it seems like the gdc or the igf awards play it pretty soft like that but i think that you kind of have to do that at a certain point oh i agree i like agree probably it makes me neurotic more film it, yeah. festivals it's you know at some There's point got, yeah. you have to vet all the submissions mm-hmm. and then someone just goes okay let's look at the top of the heap and pick out of that because yeah. otherwise that's true there's just not it i actually appreciate brandon i think they do i think brandon does a really good job mm-hmm. i think oh, yeah, does a fantastic fantastic job yeah, yeah. yeah. If you had stuff you wanted to stuff about it take a break <laughs> okay <laughs> wow all right yeah all my quarterbacks are dead that sucks. All of them. Warren? Yeah, Warren got his. Oh, no. I knew this was going to happen. Warren got got, dude. Warren got got 10 missions, 45K confirmed kills. Wow. He was a fucking lord. Yeah. Yeah. That's first first, first ballot, dude. First ballot Hall of Famer. Guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> and he just... Uh, I've wiped now twice. And now I, do, I know this is, we're breaking. No, we're not. No, we're not. So am I done in this game? Like... I, if all your guys are dead in XCOM? No, no, no. The guys are dead. Whatever. I got a bunch of fucking new idiots who showed <laughs> all up. The humans Kylie dead. got hers. Kylie's dead. Kylie and Warren died in the same mission. They were the last two together. It was just... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, 
Peyton Manning and Eli Manning got killed by the same grenade. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God, Nels oh was watching. God. Their two bodies just went opposite directions, and the Manning brothers just laid there face down. And right oh, in the middle of it headline. was a, a single tear <laughs> splashed against your monitor. Yeah, actually, my monitor. And the explosion of the grenade did that thing like in Metroid oh. Prime where you see Samus in the, in the thing, <laughs> except I was Archie Manning, their dad. <laughs> <laughs> Just ashen. <laughs> oh man. Jeez. Yeah. In the XCOM world, that's he's Commander Manning. Yeah, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh Mother of God. Yeah. They have a third the brother. Cigar ash they have drops, a third yeah. brother who doesn't play football, so he he's fine. The Manning bloodline of quarterback pedigree will he's, go on. He's the German scientist. Yeah. Or whatever. That lady? Oh, you mean the the engineer. Oh, the engineer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry. He's a little old. But yeah. Uh, now Kylie and Warren died in the same mission. My question is, I am now at a point where this seems like just unrecoverable. Right. But it felt like that when Warren and Kylie died. Right. Yeah. I was like, we're, I can't come back from this. And then I did the next mission and I was down a bunch of guys. It was looking really bad. I got them all to huddle up and they just moved through the level really slowly. This so is the had, human story, man. And we had a lot of like <laughs> good overwatch roles yeah. essentially. Yeah. And I did it. And I was like, oh, my God. So you can come back in this game. But now it was like. When all hope is lost. It doesn't feel like the 11th round of Rocky 4. It feels different than that. It feels like I thought I was coming back. And now I'm just getting grounded to the pavement. Yeah. But like like three countries have pulled out of the XCOM Council. Right. Japan just had a big. They're about to pull out. But then there was an abduction mm-hmm. there. So I went there. Mm-hmm. Four guys died. One oh, person man. made it out. Oh, get this. So, oh my God. I can't remember who it was. I think it was like, I started, I'm so thin on quarterbacks now that I'm pulling some out of the NFL draft from this year. So like Geno Smith is on my team. <laughs> <laughs> never play in the actual NFL. Right. But like, so Gino, like I was just like, get everybody out. Fuck it. Yeah. Like three, three Manti, get out here. Everybody, every, I'm like, get, I was just, well, I was in a mission and half of them died. I was like, get everybody out. Yeah. Um, I run them to the uh, the extraction point, and it's like, do you want to leave behind the third one? I have two of them in the extraction point. Leave behind the third one, and I'm like, no, she can make it. So I'm like, just take my turn, go into like hunker down. They get killed in the extraction point. Oh, oh no! <laughs> yeah, and the g- third girl, the girl got out. So it was like oh, they were waiting yeah. for her. Like get to the get to the chopper. Yeah. And they all, they just, got killed. And she yeah. gets she ends up in the she chopper. Just, she just like climbs like, over the body. Where's Gino? Where's Gino? He's like he didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Climbing over the bodies. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. that stuff is brutal. Th- those moments but like that. that and my question is, am I done? I mean, I don't know if you're do technically you done, but like. If you yeah, do if I just you pretend start, like they're not invading? If you start a new Iron Man game, you'll have such a better understanding of of everything. Like that's you know what I mean. Like that's really the value. But can I win this one? I it would be I don't know. It would be really hard. I mean, it's on. But can you lose this game? Well, eventually everybody is pulled out of the XCOM yeah, council, yeah. and they'll yeah. Just be yeah, like, you can lose. You probably will lose. Yeah, without without any experienced soldiers at that stage in the game, probably. Yeah, you're going down hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been in that situation. It's better. So I should it's just better to just cut your, cut your losses. Twelve you'll hours. Feel, start new. Can't start you'll, new season. You'll feel so much more competent, like with the but, knowledge. But what of, I'm gonna have to pick a new naming convention. Yeah, maybe I'll go NBA. Sure. Yeah, because I can't be like Warren Moon too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's lame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's no, just no. offensive. 
Well, no, it's disrespectful. It's memory. disrespectful. Yeah, yeah to the yeah. to the first guy, Commander Sergeant Moon. Sergeant Moon. <laughs> God, Left those were all just Moon. clones anyway. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They was printing them from yeah. the DNA of the original NFL yeah. quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just went to the Hall of Fame <laughs> of your Earth in twentieth century. Yeah, yeah. from a we need the top Jersey. men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Anyway, okay, we can take a break. Real break now? Yeah, yeah. bye. Warren Moon spent six years in the CFL that he didn't need to spend because of racism. Stupid. Yeah. Couldn't get drafted. Black guy can't play quarterback. <laughs> 70s. Yeah. Okay, we can take a real break now. <laughs> <laughs> Video I got this one is, thing that I, I got one thing I want to talk about really quick, but we don't this have. This is oh, Jake's. This is, this is You should I just like, become like the Andy Rooney, Rooney of Idle Thumbs. Well, I don't have a thing that I want to talk about like, a lot. I have a thing that every single week it'd be so good. I have a thing that I hope will see a brief amount of conversation, or at least will entertain <laughs> Chris. Oh, wait, wait, all everything we, we talk about on, needs actually, to be two weeks, two two years off non-topic. We, What's the deal with DLC? <laughs> <laughs> Microtransact. Get rims for I your car. Call me old-fashioned, but when I buy a game, I want the whole game. It's time for no love for Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Watch this horse armor. Whatever happened to Jay Allen? Video and and we're back. <laughs> Hello, Steve's here. Welcome, Bye, Steve. Hello, Bye, Steve. Steve. Bye, Steve. Bye, Steve. Thanks for introducing you. the second half. No, the game looks cool. <laughs> That's him leaving. That's how. Oh, weird. And then God. he's just walking down the hall, just going ha ha ha. Ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Did you see the game trailers? The uh, like yes. short description for Gone Home is oh my God. what was it? It's like explore a ho- yeah. explore a house a in a mysterious house that, house that is maybe haunted. Wait, yeah. what? Haunted by ghosts? Yeah, it's haunted. Yeah, yeah maybe haunted. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. Steve write that, or did someone at game trailers? Somebody write from that? game trailers wrote that. That's was hilarious. Like, yeah, because I was like, oh well, he I'm done. Up. I like literally like did like yeah. the end of a blackjack dealer yeah, like yeah. hands flip over to the sky maneuver. Went, I'm good. <laughs> okay, I don't think I think there's probably a lot of people listening who don't understand the subtext here. So Steve's game Gone Home is about exploring a house, and Sean has basically been trolling him for the last year about Six how months. this game should have ghosts in it i don't like, think it I, needs ghosts ah ghost <laughs> <laughs> all it needs all right yeah. well at the end of the first act you're like there's definitely a ghost in here <laughs> at least that's what i said yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. While i was playing it and this, see, is, this and is, just, is well then this actually hypothetical is, is ghost. steve went Absolutely no ghost, not absolutely not. Yeah, <laughs> and then but then you were like, "What? You're gonna like you're gonna just close the door on put ghosts? the bullet in the brain of the allure of the ghost? Right? Like, just there is no ghost. He potential. will not indulge the allure. And of the he's ghost. like, I don't even want people to think there's a ghost. Like, why not? Why not let them think? If that? one person thinks there's a ghost and but buys your game for X amount of dollars, best like, thing though, more people see a video that comes up in rotation on game trailers than ever read the Fulbright blog, read an interview from Steve, or listen to this podcast. Or, yeah. So someone is going to be like, oh, going home, I saw that on game trailers. I think there might be a ghost in it. And buy it. <laughs> like, that's guaranteed to happen now, no matter what Steve tries to do, unless he puts out another yeah. trailer called the No Ghosts trailer. And it's just ha- like a song about how there's no ghosts as a sad advertisement for the game. <laughs> like then maybe people, but people would know. might think that's ironic. Yeah, they almost uh, they're like, would. oh fuck, there's a ghost there's in definitely, there. Definitely, as ghost definitely confirmed, ghost. is what that would be. Yeah. Unless he basically 
writes to the editorial staff at Game Trailers and says, remove this or you'll be hearing from my Fulbright lawyer. Yanaman. <laughs> also, programmer. ignore the allure of the ghost is the name of my forthcoming supernatural YA saga. Oh, so good. I'm glad we got a little plug in plug for that. That's good. Yeah, I can do whatever I want. Okay, good. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so we're talking about ghosts. Steve is apparently afraid of ghosts. Something you wanted to talk about, Jake. Oh, I thought that maybe we should talk about the Idle Thumbs record first, but I don't know if that's worth oh, yeah. talking about. Sure. I don't know if it's worth talking about the thing that we promised people who backed out of Kickstarter. So we know you backed a Kickstarter for an EP that has four songs on it, but instead it's going to have Halloween ghost sounds on both sides. <laughs> it's going to be a use. spooky sound effects record. <laughs> Creaking doors, bats, a guy going, which just ruins the sound effects record. It means you can't use but, it to scare someone. <laughs> we have mixed in a few Goldblum laughs here and there yes. for your, your spooky festivities. This is the least up. useful record that anyone has spooky produced. Spooky Goldblum sounds. <laughs> and then like, uh-huh. it's like, uh-huh. and then thunder uh-huh. right behind him. Exuberance. It's anyway, so scary. Here's the thing <laughs> about the record is we're doing it for real now and we're thinking about getting some a few extras. And we're kind of curious if people would buy them. By which he means printing extra copies. Right. Just for the economics of of the whole shebang. Yeah. The number of people that backed it is at a number that just doesn't actually make sense mm. for the manufacturing amount. So we're... We're still, like, figuring out a couple things. But if you're the type of person who would spend in the neighborhood of above $20, 20 but less dollars. than $30-ish, who knows? No promises with that about the price point. Just send us an email at questions at idlethumbs.net and say... Yeah, I'd be interested in that. Yeah, because we don't really know the song. The songs. There's four songs on it. Uh, it's a four-song sonnet. Highly likely that that's, that is what it is with the Idle Thumbs uh, theme music, which is the new recording we've the, been using. Yeah, since these are all 100. these are all brand new recordings. Um, the Idle Thumbs theme music, the Fanboys Lament, the Wizard, and Space Asshole, and those are all. Yep. You've heard the the new theme because it's at the beginning of this podcast, but the other three. Have not yet been released. They, I did new recordings of those. Yep. And, and then the art on the uh, the sleeve is done by oh, yeah. Campbell White. It's beautiful. Yeah. The bomb. Yes. And it's sort of space asshole inspired. Yeah, it's yeah. a really cool, like, sort of hexy, isometric rendition of of a scene from Space Asshole from... Uh, but it's there's a lot of artistic... Uh, he, he took it's some a scene artistic... from Space Asshole. It's not a scene from... No, I know. But, uh, I, yeah, it's not from Red Faction Gorilla. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a cool, just space, crazy chaotic space scene it's one of the two pieces of art from our kickstarter that was a truck driving off a ridge destroying people on a mining colony on mars but they're yeah. two <laughs> completely different interpretations vincent yeah. Perez's poster was was one and this one is is very different and cool yeah. mm-hmm. and so like we're thinking you know we're, anyway let's let us know about yeah. that so they'll probably you, definitely may... be limited when we yeah. do them so if yeah, that's something that limited helps run. you value them also we might sign them but they let might us be signed know if that's something you yeah. don't want us to do just any any Opinions thoughts you have on this like how much you'd be willing to pay for it like what you know if you'd actually really genuinely be likely to buy it or if you're just like oh, maybe, yeah oh, maybe, um, depending on price also i mean we may as well just open this up a little bit i think and if there's other idle thumbs merchandise you'd be interested in i mean we're obviously the record is a thing we're making right now and we know there's overage of it but yeah. We we've we haven't really sold anything from the podcast, but we're we're starting to think about that. We're starting to think yeah, about yeah. it. Or services. Uh, oh yeah. Nick's got Dota Coach. Got <gasps> Chris, your, your personal t- Dota training. <laughs> Come on, you got one more rep in you. <laughs> you got one more round. Come on. 
Chris's, Chris's tentative little uh sounded like it was actually just the beginning of the most apprehensive version of the theme song. It was like, uh, I don't uh, don't news for a coach. Uh, yeah. So that's a thing that we're talking about. So Did you want to talk about something else? I it's stupid. A stupid. Before the podcast, I started just reading the front page of Kotaku because I wanted to see if there was something that maybe I wanted to talk about. And there were a lot of things that I really had no interest in talking about. And I was really sad that I even actually learned many things. Because <laughs> as goes the real news cycle, as, as goes the video game news cycle, I guess. It's just people are writing about this probably because it's depressing. But um, the thing that caught me is, did you guys read about that? The I guess it's a... Chinese browser-based game called Wartune. Yes, I brought this up to Nick the other day. Oh man, they they came under fire from the ESRB. Yeah, this is the game that I was talking about. They came under fire from the ESRB because their banner ads oh, this, proclaim this like boast about yeah. the fact that their game is rated AO, uh, and the ESRB is saying, "Please don't do this because we didn't even actually rate your game." So, <laughs> so there's a game now. It's it's like an escalation in the arms race of remember like the the Evany ads from a few years ago that were like play discreetly, my lord, with the yeah. girl with the yeah, boobs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just you know the game had nothing to do with that. So now the new thing is boob girls and an old English font saying eighteen plus game AO, and that's the entire ad. <laughs> But the game contains none of those things. The game is just like you build castles and yeah. shit. I assume that's what all these games are. Yeah. What's crazy about this is so that there's no, there's nothing prurient inside of the. Well, I, of this I don't game. know. I mean, there's Maybe, probably. There, I'm sure there's like sexy artwork that's like 2D art of a character, right? But there's well, not. No, in a week, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> the guy. Um, but like the games themselves are these really standard, you know, right. these this yeah. standard kind of online game thing. But like right. the thing that's that's crazy about it to me is that it reminds mm-hmm. me. The the cur- the arc of public perception of the <laughs> boob ads for online game they they, they it reminds me of the um, McIGN kind of kerfuffle from several years ago. Do you guys remember when IGN oh, first the did the site takeover with yeah, McDonald's? That was the and it first was like, notable non-game yeah. site takeover. Yeah. And it was like a huge deal. And there was like a Penny Arcade comic about it, and everyone was it was on the blogs. Like everyone was going. Now it's almost shocking to find a major game site. That doesn't just always have a takeover going all the time. You know, like, and, it's, and no one comments on it anymore because that's just how it is now. But a few years ago, that was a yeah. huge deal and people were outraged by it. Same thing with Ebony ads. We should like, do when like the Ebony ads started, it was like, with like Tolstoy. <laughs> <laughs> when the, when the Ebony, Ebony ads started, it was like, what is this bullshit? Like, just, just boobs and a banner ad and then says, Play Ebony, my lord, and that's the whole. Like, the what li- is the this final shit? Ebony ad actually was just boobs, and it said "play discreetly." And didn't, yeah, that's right. Like, yeah, that's, that's true. It. Yeah, a photograph Whereas, of boobs in a bra. Yeah, and there like, at the time there was like, you know, the company responded to the ads. I mean, there was just like this huge thing. Now that's just it, it's seemingly all of the games in that category now just do that, and it's just how it is now. According to the article, one of the slogans in like the tiny text in the ad says, "In quotes, you deserve an orgy today." <laughs> and the, the writer said, uh, though when I created an account to play it, I never ran through any age getter verification, nor did I participate in any orgies, but then I only got to level two. So, yeah. you know, mm. there's probably not orgies. Yeah, no. I, it's so funny you bring up this game in particular. I guess everyone's noticing it because I, I saw there was an, uh, a banner ad that I, I like did a screenshot of because it was so outrageous and I wish I kept it because I can't remember what the tagline was. But it was just, you know, like a, an almost naked elf lady with, with – you know, just cover the full height of the vertical, the full height of right. the ad. Um, and 
this this tagline was just something like "My body is your." Play Didn't we like run across this while we were talking about yeah, this or something? Yeah. Like I was just on a web page randomly, and that just popped up. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's so brazen. It is it is so preposterous. It's the thing that, about this that I love is going so far as to use the AO rating on it, which is exactly no, what yeah. like porn and exploitation oh, yeah. did to the yeah. the X rating, right. which is why X turned into NC seventeen. Your like, parents don't want you to play. Well, like <laughs> this movie's rated X. It's rated so many X's. It's triple X. And yeah, then yeah, the yeah. MPA just has to go. Okay, there's nothing that's rated X. Yeah, <laughs> so like, right. if people are just like, it's rated AO. Like AO doesn't sound imposing at all. But yeah. like trying to, I don't know. I like that the ESRB has to be like, okay, no, it's not. It's not <laughs> well, rated X. We've never seen this before. The registered trademark AO, like it even has yeah. the circle R next to it. Yeah, right. And that's why I think that's why the the We're MPAA imposing on their mark. Yeah, yeah. That's why the MPAA did all like has standard ratings graphics, and they trademarked NC seventeen and stuff. So mm-hmm. pornos could not start doing this, but these guys well, don't give I a fuck. I think that's the case here, but they just don't care. Yeah, like, uh, right. yeah. Just tilt that A, right. <laughs> And then you'll be fine. It just says adults only game or yeah, AO game, A dash O. They should just get Steven, the guy who did that all thumbs logo, to make a rating make a called sweet, like sketchy, weird. It's called one. porno game. Yeah, the the thing that they put in the ESRB ad does include just has the R in the circle. Yeah, and they just they went to the ESRB <laughs> they partner site shit. and downloaded that vector. Oh, yeah, because you know how you know, the conversation the went. They yeah. said, "What are they going to do? Just send us a cease and desist?" Yeah. No, no, everybody, everybody went, free yep. press rating it saying AO is so yeah they funny got like a talking front they got a, they got yeah. the biggest oh, yeah, no, banner ad out of this yeah, yeah, yeah. it worked out great for that yeah, 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 now we're Kentucky literally we're the run Trump's a grid like, of all of their banner <laughs> yeah. ads so yeah. we just solve other problems on a podcast I want to see the grid I want to see what other oh it's amazing like God the fact that they're marketing guy what if I told you I get all six of our banner ads on Kotaku for right three ninety nine done watch this. Yeah, brings in one Photoshop layer. Yeah, go on the lunch. But, but we're not rated AO. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eighteen plus game AO. It's oh, it's so good. Hey kids, you want to play an, an AO game? You didn't even know there was an AO rating, did you? What's AO? Well, this isn't rated that, but what if it was? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, gross. That's the guy who just but just describes I, it as having real sexy question. broads in it. The yep. guy, <laughs> this, is a, this is a real this question. Games all kinds of sexy broads in it. Does that because any kid can pick up an iPad and just type in a boob? Does you do you? Think, That's probably what they're typing. A in. boob. Whatever. A very uncreative One. kid. Me. Um, <laughs> do you think? Anthony Boob. There's still the same amount. It's Anthony Weiner. Um, do you think there's still the same amount of like charge with that stuff, with that rating stuff? They're like I remember when I watched Terminator Two and it was our movie, and then my like my, my neighbor's mom was pissed that the kid watched it at our house. Right, where you're like, look, I can just go look at boobs whenever now. Yeah, like I can, I can see retina display. It's harder boobs. for me to not see boobs. Right. Right. To like yeah. move through yeah, a boobless exactly. They sneak through like boring ass well, castle games on the internet right. are full and of boobs. Boobs show up in fucking Google image search. Whether or not safe search is on, there's you're gonna see naked people on the internet. Just you will. Right. Yeah. Just looking for stuff. There's gonna be like just, sexed up that uh that that there's animated just, girl from the Brave from Brave. Do you see that? Oh, I saw the that. new Disney what? princess. Yeah, She's yeah, a little yeah. curvier, a little sparkly dress. Yeah. Isn't she come like, hither stare. She's all up. 
She's a teenager, but now she, maybe she's they a made woman. her more attractive. They they sent her down. Who the, are they? Uh, what is this? There's the when Disney, Disney inducted the, the official like Disney princesses brand yeah. version of her. Yeah. yeah, like the hips got smaller, the chest got bigger, the hair wow, got a little a less bummer. curly. Yeah, and the then direct- Brenda Chapman, the, the co director of that movie, just was like, like, "This is what the fuck is that's happening?" Pretty here? fucking lame. Yeah, yeah. The thing about she that, look really hot. The thing about that that's gross. That makes it tough for me to know like how much people are prejudging that or not is obviously okay. It's fucked. But it's one image, and it's the one that is the sort of, like, squiggly, cheesy, painty one that shows up in places. But also, those yeah, characters that, in that line get right. rendered in 300,000 different ways. But, that, and but the, I mean, still, not all stuff. There's a, there's a Disney style guide, and if it's not in there, it's not out. That yeah, that's thing, true. You know I mean? it's, it's highly suspicious. It's garbage. Yeah. But the point is, do you think, does that AO thing mean anything to anybody under Right, or is there actually just, like, an old guy who's like, heck. I feel right. like that's more. I feel like their audience is not so much kids for this. It's like, right. it's like that's the, that's the point I was going to get. Yeah, to. is it yeah. for people for whom that AO like still has mm. some weight? Right. Yeah. The allure of yeah, interesting. Yeah. Oh. Because rolls lasers. Yeah. We're all like, just imagining the man <laughs> that would actually yeah. Well, there's clearly a lot. He's, of in, he's <laughs> in this room somewhere. I mean, oh god, this I is, remember when the thing reference. Well, I, oh god, I remember when the ebony, when all the ebony stuff was going around. Like the company came out and was just like, "Well, it's like the most successful thing we've ever done, so we're not going to stop." Like it was just right. really just like it's working super well. Mm-hmm. So fuck all y'all. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, rated AO. Mm-hmm. There's a game on Greenlight right now called The Novelist that people should check out. That Steve oh, yeah. tweeted about. It's by Kent Hudson. Yeah. It's kind of similar. <laughs> it's kind of similar to Gone Home, except the people, the family's there, and you are a ghost. Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it needs a bump on Greenlight. You should check it out. Yeah. Do you What's have it called? The, the Novelist. Yeah. Do you have, do you have mail? We do. Oh, it's Steve right mail? It is. All right. Michael Worth no, says, open world games. Hi, Idle Thumbs. Oh, hey. There's a lot of words I'm seeing underneath your thumb, Chris. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, recently, you've talked about the topics of open-world games as well as games with gating. I'd like to mention an often overlooked open-world game that offers no, almost no artificial gating at all, Dark Souls. In a new game... What was that? No, no, I haven't played it. Yeah, I know you're going with this. In a new game, most players will take a particular path because the other paths offer a much greater challenge. Taking this path, the player will notice many gates that must be overcome by defeating a specific boss, and this provides a relatively linear experience. However, more experienced players can take one of the more difficult starting routes to shave off time or to ignore areas or bosses they dis- they simply dislike. This offers a completely new and, all- and more challenging gameplay experience, and-, and as all gates are almost completely removed in this scenario, you're free to skip a lot of content that is meant to train inexperienced players. There are still particular bosses that must be defeated before the game can end, but this is a great example of a developer allowing the player to use skill to skip content and beat the game in a different way. Dark Souls is great in that it never holds your hand and only presents challenges that you, the player, can always overcome with sufficient skill. Some players even beat the game New, Blo- new Game++++++ plus 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 as a level 1 character just for the challenge. I'm wondering if you guys can think of other games that present a somewhat linear path for new players but are technically an open world if you have enough knowledge about the game. Thanks, Tau Tipper. Only things in real life... Somebody shows up and is like, I'm a prodigy. <laughs> <laughs> 14 just won the Masters. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. That's a tough one off the top of your head. Yeah. That's but, a really goddamn cool example, though. It is yeah, a really it is. good example. And that was the reason, actually, yeah, well, the main I, reason I, think, I, I brought it up was yeah, to like shame myself Souls, and possibly yeah. also Nick Brecken into playing yeah. Dark Souls. And what, because like people. 
I mean, this is far from the only person who's told us to play Dark Souls. Basically, everyone in the universe has told us to play Dark Souls. You like Demon's Souls a lot, didn't I you? I did. That's why it's ridiculous that I haven't played this game. But I know why. I was thinking about it before we recorded the cast today. Because I remember when I first played Demon's Souls, the first time I played it, I, it didn't click with me at all. Um, and then I remember going to work and talking to some coworkers about it. And they – one of them anyway said something about it that made me um, – kind of reframe it in my brain and then I went home you know a few days later and played it a lot I got really into it I played it for hours and hours and hours but I definitely had to um, kind of just decide I'm gonna play this game you know it's like one of those one of those experiences of the book that you that you know you should read and and you gotta just get yourself into the into the sorry I wasn't even intentional Sean <laughs> I just accidentally that was not even my goal Sean's behind on a book I didn't mean that that was not my goal. This month on the Auto Book Club <laughs> is next month on the Auto Book Club. <laughs> um, but uh, and it, with Dark Souls, the same thing. I when it came out for the PC version came out, I downloaded it and I loaded it up, and I was just immediately confronted with that the enormity of like the potential task in front of me. Yeah, and I was like, oh god, this is going to be a lot of game. Um, but I just got to go back and just decide to play it and just decide I'm going to play this and do it because I didn't actually complete. Demon Souls, and I don't really care. You know, like, I don't, it's not like I need to have put in 200 hours to have gotten considerable yeah. enjoyment out of it. It's so funny when we were talking about this game uh, before the cast because I realized that I had basically blocked the fact that I had purchased that game and then given up on it uh, completely <laughs> from my mind out of shame. Yeah. yeah. Right, oh, yeah. Right. No, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I'll never play that game. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I gave it a real shot. Like, oh, really? I, I, I'm trying to remember. I think I may have played two hours of it and gotten just nowhere. I think I just basically like... Just ate shit. Because I remember, I remember like, I think I bought Demon's Souls. Like, a, or maybe somebody gave me a copy of it. Yeah. And I just, I had no idea what was going on. Like, yeah. I, I just got destroyed by that game. And yeah. then I remember Dark Souls. Everyone was like, oh, Dark Souls is amazing. I was like, all right, this is the time. This is this is my time. <laughs> I'm going to rise moment. to the occasion. And and then like two hours later, I was like <laughs> just sobbing, yeah, like yeah. fucking throwing the controller down. Like, yeah. So I'm going to watch you play it and probably get a lot out of that. Well, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. We'll see. I It's weird because I really thought Demon's Souls was such an amazing game. And I've heard yeah. Dark Souls is as good or better. So I don't know what, I, I don't know what my problem is. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I think Nick, you could. I think you'd probably be really into it. It's just one of those things where you have to like understand what the game's yeah. about, and then when you do, yeah. it's like driving a stick shift or something, you know. Where then mm-hmm. suddenly you're just like, wait, why did I think this was hard yeah. before? Like, I don't understand. Not that it's easy. It's not, but it's like you understand the ways in which it is hard instead right. of just throwing yourself against a brick wall mm-hmm. and not making any progress. I mean, what is the problem? I keep trying to get through this wall. You know, yeah. I, I'm just all bloody now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but there's like, just kept oh, that going. oh, I see. There's just loose mortar, and I can just remove the bricks. Well, like, it's funny reading that. What? <laughs> that for it has kept going. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was good. What do you do with the bricks when you're? You just them? throw them at the 80 million possible to defeat monsters that come at you in mm, Dark Souls. Yeah. They were behind that wall the whole time. Yeah, didn't realize it was masonry centric in the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds hard. It's weird. Strange choice. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely have to. Apparently, you can just complete the whole game in your underwear or whatever that guy said. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not, I mean, well, for some reason, when you describe new game plus 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 and beating it in level one, I just think I thought of the ghost and goblin guy in his underpants defeating that game. And I don't know why that <laughs> is the image. That, yeah, sorry. Yeah, so, so then well, I just said that and realized that that's not what the guy said in the email. Yeah, but you can basically do that in in, in Demon Souls. I mean, in you can basically I, play I assume, the game in your underpants. I assume Dark Souls is similar to this, uh, but like in Demon Souls, you kind of 
you level up, obviously, and you get more powerful things, but, like, ultimately, you kind of just want to get to the point in that game where you're just never getting hit by melee attacks. You know, like, you just mm-hmm. you just understand the systems. It's like in playing mm-hmm. Doom, right? Like in it's Doom, like playing Mario, even. Like, you just, yeah. just jump yeah. and don't get hit by like you're, it's Which is just at odds with modern game design, which right. is about, like, recharging shields and, like, all these things that make you able to withstand many, 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 many bullets or hits or sword strikes or whatever it is. Um, whereas in Demon's Souls, it really is back to that, like, Doom-style thing where it's like, I just don't, you just don't get hit. That's the game. Like, right. you know, I mean, it's not the game. There's more to, mm-hmm. obviously, more to the game. But, like, in combat, that that's important, you know, right. so understand the patterns and the timing. And, it, like, it, you get into a flow that's awesome. You know, it's really, really yeah. good. Um, I think it's a lot of old school, like Galaga. Mm-hmm. Like, if you just held down the shoot button, but the only thing you focused on was not getting hit, right. you would exactly. eventually beat the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you never got hit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Anyway, so gotta gotta give a give a good shot. Um, the guy's question actually, he had a question, and I don't know what the answer. Oh, I mean the we couldn't think of one. Someone was someone on the said f- Mario and Galaga. I can't remember where. I think it's someone like, on the Adolph- <laughs> on the forums maybe was talking about um like Morrowind recently about how uncompromising like the the kind of mid series Elder Scrolls games were with that stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, like Daggerfall maybe a lot of those things just end up gating you by the fact that like you don't have a big enough sword to stab that yeah well I think that's what the guy means kind of right yeah you get the good thing yeah I mean it's true it qualifies I suppose you can fly around if you you know I mean I generally like open world games where I don't it's not that I can't get across that bridge to Manhattan it's that there's you a fucking scary, to, this is a scary right. fucking thing yeah, that no, will I, eat I, me. I right. So yeah. I'll, I'll get I'll get to that guy when I see fit. The mm-hmm. first thing that I was reminded of was um Oh god, sorry. Real quick just to piggyback on this. Wait, sorry Jake. What is, what is your thing? Oh, what I was going to say was um the thing that the guy the Far Cry 2 developer talked about in the early developer or the early test versions of that game where you would set something on fire and then it would just crawl across the entire map and burn the final boss to death. So, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not a skill-based thing. That's a yeah. mistake. Yeah. But I just, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to talk about Far Cry too. Why wouldn't anyone ever? Yeah. Um, I played Sleeping Dogs for mm. like a, a few hours, several mm-hmm. hours. Um, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's uh the thing that is that was most difficult for me to get over is a thing that I just in general have trouble with in games that are v- where the character animated like where they're heavily animation blending centric you know where it's like oh you transition from the run state to the to, from the walk state to the sort of jog state to the run state and like as you're turning like all the animation states are blending and like as you go right into a jump th- they always feel really like sluggish to me and hard to mm-hmm. you know like your guy will be running down a court like a corridor in a market or something and he's like this just the most agile motherfuckers ever lived like he can take on 12 guys at once like a with just incredible grace and like mantle these things but he still can't help but like crash through everyone as he runs and i'm like i feel like i could avoid people better than this guy Mm -hmm. and that's not a like knock against the game it's just a thing that games like this always feel that way to me Mm -hmm. like the gta games and assassin's creed and like stuff is really obvious like i never felt that way in arkham asylum Mm -hmm. oh sure yeah there's not an old lady yeah but it bums me out in a game like sleeping dogs where the thing that's so awesome about it is that it's in this really well realized Mm -hmm. dense urban environment there's people everywhere and it's like these people are really not even all that close to me yeah, Assassin's Creed is oh, all over the place. Really, but um, it's good though. Oh, it's great because he like swoops by them. I mean, like pushes. Them what does he do? Like swoops by them. Swoops. He swoops. Swoops by them. That's what that's called. Um, but anyway, a that, that's a it's a fairly minor. Snoop thing. is to move by an NPC. I thought his name was Swoops by him. 
<laughs> I mean, it's Smoops Biden. That's what I was hearing. That was Joe Biden's cat in college. <laughs> the Seriously? inspiration for the Assassin's Creed series? Yeah. Yeah. Smoops Biden was recently fired from Ubisoft. Oh, man. That's a bummer, by the way. That's yeah. too bad. It's the worst. Yeah. I hear Smoops isn't going to take it sitting down, though. No, he's fine. Anyway. Or Smoops. But, yeah. I'm enjoying Sleeping Dogs. The, the funniest moment for me was when I, I must have had, like, a... Um, like a DLC thing, because um, I got this game a while ago, and when I, well, because when I got, I got to the point where it's like, get in your bike and like head over here, and I go to the garage, and my two options are oh, yeah. like, like motorcycle or hilarious developer branded smart car. Yeah, and it's like I have this that too. Goofy little two seater, like two door fucking shit box, and it's it just goes. It's really speedy moves, in the turning yeah. radius. Is oh, you super... dropped, you got in the smart car? Oh, yeah. Oh, the way yeah. that parking lot is set up, as soon as you get in the smart car and you go right, you're like, oh, I'm going down this ramp. You're just going downstairs? Did you do that? Oh, no, I went left. Oh, my God. I've driven down the stairs every <laughs> single time. It's like, because I, like, I just think about like, oh, that's how I get out of here. <laughs> yeah, just like, that's yeah. what this guy does. So every time, like, there's some old Can lady. you drive back up the stairs? Uh, I don't know if you can in the smart car. I did it once in the motorcycle. But yeah, God, um, it's like your Top Gun flyby is just going down those stairs. Yeah, because you know there's some, some old there's lady like, like straining noodles in the window. And she looks over yeah. there. She's like, "Oh, that fucking guy!" Yeah, every time, every time. <laughs> it's, just, it's just where my brain. It's like, oh, I go out and go to the right, and then I go down. Oh God, stairs again! Fuck. Yeah, that is like the weird Edgar Wright movie version of that right. scene where yeah, the guys yeah. like take the motorcycle. Then it shows the motorcycle. The guy looks just slightly to the right, and the camera pans over. And there's yeah. just the most ostentatious but stupid bullshit yeah. there. Yep. Yep. Crash um, cut to that going buh, 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 down the stairs. <laughs> and so as soon as I got in that, it also reminded me of the other things. Like I just was – all I wanted to do with the game was just jake it up and just drive around the city and just do whatever. And like I immediately like, got, I got derailed. got this co-branded smart car yeah, out of and here. it's hilarious. I'm free. And, like, and I just – and also what it does is it must it must do stuff with your Steam friends list or on the consoles, whatever their thing is. Like where it – there's just arbitrary goals in the world, I, I guess. Like how long can you – drive on this street yeah, without... Yeah, it has that, like, Burnout Paradise thing. Yeah, oh, and cool. so, like, the people on my Steam friends, I'm, like, have a horrible rank 11 among my friends of, like, length of time spent without an accident, or I don't know exactly what the mm-hmm. qualification is, but, like, that immediately just derailed any other right. goals I had in the world, because it's it's just so much fun to drive around in a really, really nicely put-together huge city. Mm-hmm. And it's cool that... Uh, I'm probably repeating a lot of stuff you said a couple of weeks ago um, about the city, but I think it's really nice to play a game in an, like an open world game that is also an urban game, but feels totally different to what a GTA city mm-hmm. feels like. Yeah, you know, I just, yeah. I love urban environments generally in sight and not a lot of games are played are set in ones that are real and not like full of mutants or zombies or, or something, you know, but just like actual city, relatively current time frame. It's sort of like the promise of, um, driver sf mm-hmm. yeah but yeah which didn't deliver that's right the open the open period hollywood and la Com- or la confidential and la noir was so sad because it was all there and there was no reason to yeah like yeah did you did anyone else play that game oh yeah i played mm-hmm. that game i, yeah, I know exactly that. what you're talking about because just in between it, missions that, that you drive exists, around it's just like just oh we no reason to we do built it, it in yeah. the gta engine so you it's the whole game is an adventure game that drops you from scene to scene, but instead mm-hmm. of it dropping you from scene to scene, it says get in a sick looking like thirties Los Angeles esque like yeah. period film car and drive through an open city. 
but there's right, nothing in it. it. It's just yeah. it's empty. And then you get to a place where there's a dead guy, and then you have to click every hotspot and then drive away. Yeah. Oh, why isn't there a good game in there? That's timely LA noir review. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, just you saying that. Yeah. Just, it's a city that's not a straight up GTA city. It's right, like, right, like, right, that was right, just right. that was. Yeah, 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 but that game was super disappointing to me. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, as it was to most. But did you, you ever, know. did you ever see that blog post from somebody who got their dad, who was a cop in L.A. at that oh, like at that what? time? Yeah, not, yeah, not he, at that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If he's yeah, he was an old man. Yeah, he's a he was a super old guy, and he was a, he was I don't know if he was a cop. I mean, he just maybe he we'd just have to be like a hundred years old. It was pretty fucking old. Right. I, I, it was a dude who like sure, remembered sure. landmarks okay. from that era, and he was That's just fine. like, "This is entirely accurate." He was like, blown away. Maybe by plus the... ten or twenty years, maybe. But yeah, well, I, I don't know. He was he was he was like a hundred or something. I don't okay. know. I could be making all this up. But he was impressed by the. By he was extremely. He impressed. was Walt Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. <laughs> That's cool. That's yeah. cool that they actually bothered. Yeah. It's kind of cool that they actually bothered. Right. They probably didn't need to actually well, bother. They it well, it's like they bothered. That, in a vacuum, yeah. I'm saying that's yeah. cool, yeah. Like you know, aside from any other considerations. Anyway, Sleeping Dogs is cool. I'm enjoying it. I, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm also butting up against like just open world game syndrome to some degree where I, like I just find some random person who's like, go take some pictures of these landmarks. And I'm like, sweet. I'll drive to these crazy places in my in my hilarious and car. You're this undercover cop, and you're like, "Why is he checked in with us?" I don't even care. <laughs> like, uh, um, you see what I'm saying though about the combat early on, just feeling like it's not too big for the world. Yeah, but the thing I that, like I, that which I agree, but then the thing that is also like a bummer to me a little bit is that you know I'll drive to this like vantage point to take a photo for this woman who wants to sell T-shirts. And then immediately after I get out of my car, there's four guys who want to kick my ass. Like, wow. just on this, like, cliff side. And I'm like, well, <laughs> You're what? violating copyright. The what skyline is actually <laughs> trademarked. And those guys are after Those here. guys are the copyright attorneys. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got your permit? Can't well, just take just photos. Pic- no, I'm just going to take a picture of the... Not here, man. Sorry. What do you think this is, America? <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah. Let's go. Let's fuck. No, no. I was, I'm going to leave. I'll you, leave. Are you the guy in the... Uh, the co-branded smart car? <laughs> Can't park there. <laughs> Sorry. Also, we're repossessing that. You don't own the rights to that shit. Yeah, this is... You work for them? That's a, no, I was just... Oh, you make video my, games? It was just in my garage. Dork? I don't know. When's the new Blobs DLC coming out? <laughs> <laughs> and then a sick fight ensued that was very yeah. measured. Yeah, and then he and killed a guy with a tire iron. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and like that fight was the one where I was just like, I don't know if I need to do this. But then you got in your car and you anything, surely drove but... it off the Vista Point. And oh, I didn't. You son of a bitch. I know. I really enjoyed that mission in general, other than that one moment. But it was just fun to just drive around. Like you, I you drive to this to like a temple, and you climb all the way up the like stepped, you know, entrance of the temple, and you go in and you take a picture, and then then you leave. And it was the best. True. Like it was just like a really nicely well put together asset. Just go up there, look, look around at it. it for a while. It's gorgeous. True open world B content aficionados know that the secret mission then is to find the seemingly most efficient way to the next point, which actually involves you crashing down as many like <laughs> foliage laden yeah. hills. Well, you as know what's possible. actually funny is that this is so weird because the completely extrinsic reward. This is usually the kind of thing you got to be suspicious of, and maybe I should still be suspicious suspicious of it in this game. But it it ended up being effective. The completely extrinsic reward of me being ranked against my Steam friends for amount of safe driving time ended up in-game making me obey the rules yeah, of the road way, way more than I yeah, yeah way more than I otherwise would have. I'm like, oh, it's an interesting it's an interesting way to well, play just, with like that kind of It's not the way that it matters in real life that the game is telling you. It right, actually matters exactly. to obey traffic yeah, yeah, yeah. laws. So Although you, do. you don't want to get in it's 
The social of. pressure of not driving like a psychopath is a thing. <laughs> That's actually true. You know, it's I just, mean, it's, it's a little This is the equivalent of the Allstate, like, good driver bonus. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Look, but in video game world, where it's like, look, Dude, just, just, don't, your life. just don't kill anyone in your car for two minutes straight. Just just hold out for two off. minutes and 13 seconds. That's the time to be for the guy off. ahead of yeah. you. Yeah. And you're golden. Yeah. Serrano from Major League Two will offer you a discount on insurance. Also, the president from 24. <laughs> He's that good hands guy. Yeah. That good hands guy. Love him. What's well, not to love? Uh, we have more mail, or just want to just. Yeah, I think we can we do a one and that. done. Yeah. That was like a, one, that was one like one a bonus. Mail. That was a chunky mail. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, that about does it here for us. Thanks to everyone who reviewed us on iTunes. That was very nice of you. They did that. Mm-hmm. Feel free to keep doing it. Create new accounts. Tell your friends. <laughs> Spam it. Vote <laughs> early and often. You deserve an orgy. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get some silence? <laughs> Damn. Damn We've been getting hours of that from, from this guy. We're waiting, Nick. Wow. I know. It's fine. What I was, is this? It's just like, <laughs> I feel like this is like this is like prodding you're, the, you're the crawfish to like get the crawfish going. You're great. You throw them in there. Like, what is that? Every every week, it's got to just be like your gravestone. Get is the gonna poker say, out. Is get freaking going. What? All right, now we're ready to go. <laughs> he fucking hates everything. God, you got him going. Apparently, that's <laughs> yeah, what it takes. I know, what your saying. epitaph is going to be, "What is this?" <laughs> God, that's true. I think you've been contributing very nicely to the podcast. Thanks, Sean. I yeah. appreciate that. I thought that Kerbal stuff was Man. better. <laughs> I would say you've been better than any of the bullshit Chris has brought. <laughs> let's, right. let's do a podcast.